I talk a lot about listening to your own body on my show. Not to believe every single diet that's out there, but what works for you is more important. And it's awesome to have another individual out there that preaches the same thing. In this episode, I bring on health coach, Kamna Jane, who shares the most common confusions faced by her clients about choosing through all these different various diets and making a more personalized approach to building that perfect diet. She focuses on your gut biome as well as digestive health. So if you're interested, stay tuned. How's it going? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks, the podcast where I help you being over 40 to fight the aging process without giving up your social life. I've been a personal trainer and gym owner for over 14 years, and I specialize in helping the over 40 crowd get to their goals. But enough of that. Let's get on with the episode. This is part one of three of an interview I did with Kamna Jane from the Wait What? podcast. So Kamna, we wanted to talk about all the different types of paths in our fitness journey, how sometimes there can be too many if, if someone's focusing on too many one time. I know in my field of personal training, you get a new client, we want to do baby steps. Mm -hmm. The worst thing for us is the January fresh person coming out for the new year and they want to go hardcore workouts, hardcore diets, any supplements, and it's just not a, a great thing. I know you wanted to touch on that, all the different types of paths and everything. And I think we're on the same uh, wavelength, but I think so, because I was listening to your podcast and I thought, well, this that's actually where I got the idea is a lot of our clients say that they're just confused about what to do. And the confusion causes a lot of paralysis in their fitness journey and their health journey because they're so confused, they don't end up doing anything. Should you do keto? Should you do uh, carnivore? Should you do plant-based? Should you like, it's so confusing for the food part. And then you have all the fitness stuff. Should you do intermittent fasting? Should you do workout in the morning? It's all really confusing. So I think our clients struggle with which way to go, what they may be, they've tried one program or another. And the key, I think, the, the main thing I'm realizing in my own journey and with other people is that we have to take bits and pieces and apply it to our own journey. So some may have kidney issues and they cannot eat a lot of protein. So we push protein, but we have to see what are our parameters. Somebody, we may say drink a lot of water, but maybe somebody has a sodium issue. So you have to be mindful of what your limits and parameters are in which direction you go. And I think this is my true belief is that people really know what is best for their own body. That's that's what I've discovered within the last two years and li listening to other health and wellness professionals too and tightening up my own game. And it's basically like stop and listen to what your body's doing and reacting to everything. And I just discovered, I knew I always had a milk protein allergy, but I always thought it was oh. more to like the whey protein concentrate powders. So for protein shakes, so I, and I've yeah. had the anaphylactic shock over that Oh boy! in my late thirties. So I had to, you know, fix that problem. But what I didn't know was that milk protein is still in cheese and other things. Yeah. And it wasn't in high concentrations enough to really affect me going into a full shock, but I would always be inflamed, always have gut issues. And I'm like, oh God, what am I eating that's doing this? Since clearing out all dairy products, basically this year, this is the best I've ever felt in my life. So I'm like, yeah. oh. So now it's to listen to your body on everything you eat. So I'm now yeah. really into biohacking and doing that kind of stuff. Well, and the thing is, our, the things we're consuming in particular have evolved. So somebody might say, I could eat this when I was a kid, or I could eat this when I was a teen, and suddenly they can't eat it. And they're fighting that because it's not what they've known. Mm -hmm. But the, the problem is the quality of our produce and the quality of our grains has become altered and can be in some ways, toxic to our health. 
So if they're using a lot of pesticides, if they're using a lot of chemicals, if there's a lot of additives in the food, if we're our standard American diet is highly processed, a lot of those things are really poison to our bodies and we're not listening, I think is the main problem. Yeah. I think I just saw a social media thing today where we're showing like rice aroni or any type of products, which we already know are processed bad, but they right. compare it to that exact same product in the UK. And they're showing yes. the ingredients on both. And we're putting like double, triple the amount of ingredients in our stuff. And that's not good ingredients. It's stuff we can't even pronounce versus the UK. It looks like they got the healthier versions still processed. But like, what are we doing to ourselves here in the US? I, I think that's a key point in that when we have this confusion with our health and our wellness journey, and we're not listening to our body, and we might say, I'm, I don't know, suddenly I feel so anxious, or suddenly I feel so depressed, or I feel so irritable. That could be directly linked to what you're consuming. It could be linked to artificial colors, which are so prevalent in the U.S. that are not prevalent. And the U.K. doesn't really allow a lot of those things. So we can pinpoint if we get a lot of headaches, if we have joint pain, if we have just a lot of things directly related to our food. And the key takeaway is listen to your body because you know what's best for you. Stop listening to everybody else. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you know, that's... An easy way to start out too, I think, is listen to your body, but also mm -hmm. if you're just starting out, don't consume too much either because you need to see what each type of food group does. And it's also a good practice to not overeat and that kind of stuff too. But for like a new client coming in with you guys, what do you start with? Do you put them on like a total calorie thing or just, you know, see well, what they want to do and then you work it from there and listen to your so body? I'm a health coach, so I really listen more than I talk. Okay. And I think because people know what they really need, I'll say, well, what do you think the problem is? And initially they'll say, I don't know. And then if I give them a minute and they'll say, this is the problem. I have too much stress in my life or I have too much. I don't have time to cook or I don't know how to cook or whatever the, their frustration is, which leads them to shortcuts. Mm -hmm. And if I can try to make them understand that even if you don't know how to cook, there are still good shortcuts that you can take like buy a ready-made salad with and not use the dressing from the packet. There are good, easy shortcuts that people can do to get good quality food in them. And then as far as going through how much protein they should be having, fats, carbs, I mean, do you have a baseline for people or you leave it completely up to them how they feel on each food group? But if they feel great, do you, I usually emphasize, at least in my field, building lean muscle mass, pushing a little bit more protein if they'll do it. And I've got right. workarounds on that too, if they won't. I think in your field, it's more direct, like eat this, don't eat this. And you have a purpose to eating more protein builds more muscle. My sort of goal is to get people healthier with their stomach so that they can do the things they want to do in their life. So I, my focus is not necessarily how much protein are you eating or how many carbs you're eating. It's how can we improve your health and your digestion so that you have a good quality of life. From what you've seen with like your overall clientele, is it more people that are eating badly and more processed stuff or people with like stress or like hormone issues? Do you see one category that's really prominent? That's a really good question. I think it's very individualistic, but this is what I think has happened from my observations is that it, with my clients, I see that they have a lot of confusion about basically how they got to where they are. Maybe they might know a high level, like I have stress and this happened to me in my life. And, but they've gotten to a point and they have confusion about that. So I come back to the same point is that 
they don't know what they're supposed to do and they're looking for quick fixes. Mm -hmm. Tell me what I should eat. Tell me how it should work out so that I can lose weight. But the problem is that's not sustainable without fixing the core issues. So yes, people can eliminate gluten and eliminate dairy and they'll feel great. But where are we getting a hiccup? Okay, so this is something I'm learning recently is that they say diet, like what's the phrase? It's a lifestyle, not a diet. Yeah. And the way I'm really beginning to understand it is if you one day go to Dairy Queen, it's not the end of the world. You mm -hmm. had Dairy Queen, big deal. But what are you doing tomorrow? Is this part of your lifestyle? Yes, you're going to have fun. And yes, you're going to indulge sometimes. But what are you doing the next day? Are you beating yourself up? Do you feel guilty? Or are you back to regular programming? Yeah. And that's the thing for myself. Mine is, I ask myself first, do I want this? Usually it's on a weekend, right? Because I'm yeah, usually course. pretty pretty tight schedule Monday through Friday. But do I really want this? Am I going to enjoy having it, whatever it is, food or beverage? And will I regret it the next day? And I'm like, no, it's the weekend. I, I set the schedule for myself. Okay, you're, yes. you're fine. But if you're going to regret it right there, that's a red flag. Can't have it. You got to yes. train your brain. I agree. And it also the intention that you go into eating that food with, if you have guilt, you're not going to enjoy it. And why are you eating it? If you're going into it with, oh, I'm going to have a good time with this, because eating is a, a sensual experience, why not enjoy it? So it affects what, how the food gets consumed and digested. Exactly. If you'd like a little bit of help checking out your diet and your current routine, I'd be happy to help. I always do a free 15-minute Zoom consultation for anyone, no strings attached, just to see if I can help point you in the right direction. So if you're interested, check out the show notes. The link is at the top. Thank you for listening. And I just wanted to put out there, if anyone has any questions about dieting, working out, supplements, fasting, you know, I can go on and on with all the different topics on this show. Please check out my show notes for my email or check out my website contact page. And let me know what your question is. And I'll do a whole episode about it. One of the funnest parts of training clients is, you know, everyone's different, has different issues. There's always that one thing that, kind of catches me off guard and I might actually have to do a little research for it, but I love playing that personal trainer detective. So please reach out if you have something and thanks for listening.